the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, my friends. I'm Dennis Prager. I'm the uh, appropriately named Dennis Prager Show. Last night, a wonderful, special Christian pastor, Jack Hibbs, and I were uh, at a at a great church in uh, in the San Fernando Valley outside of Los Angeles. Really, in, in well, it's a suburb of LA. It's still considered LA City. Anyway, eighteen hundred people were present. An event sponsored by my home station in Los Angeles, KRLA, and the Christian affiliate KKLA. People who have contempt for the right wing, for conservatives, for evangelicals, which is basically every leftist, really should have been there. It would have been two hours that would have been very illuminating about the decency, the non-anger. If you've got 1,800 people equally left to the people equally right of last night, the amount of anger and vituperation would have been extraordinary. And there there was no such thing. Yeah, there was anger at uh, Putin. And beyond that, it was just a fascinating open evening of a Jew and a Christian in dialogue, Jews and Christians present. Uh, I'll let you know when that's available to be seen. I think I think it will be available to be seen. And I, you know, I give many lectures, and I very rarely say you know you should watch it. But this is this is a good example. Jack Hibbs, of course, kept his church open during the immoral, unscientific, irrational lockdowns. And I I was at his church during the height of the lockdown. It's now, there's no more lockdown in California, right? As of today, is that right? Today, uh, today, oh, the mask mandate is over today or Monday? Today in L.A. County. Today in L.A. County. Not L.A. City. Really? Not L.A. City? When is L.A. City? They haven't said yet. I was in the elevator coming up to the studio a few minutes ago, and, and uh, there was a woman who entered, and I just looked at her, and I said, you know what a joy it is to actually see faces? She was so in agreement. <laughs> it, was, it was a pleasant moment for me. The opening of last night was... Uh, was an acknowledgement of what is happening in Ukraine. 
And I said something in my statement that I had first said on this show, and I feel it more each day. I don't remember in my lifetime the United States watching massive evil take place and not not doing something about it. For vast numbers of Americans, that's okay. So I think in this regard, I'm somewhat of an outlier. I'm not calling, I want to make it clear, I'm not calling for American troops to enter. And I'll, I'll explain why in a moment, but I think I'm an outlier in even being embarrassed, a little ashamed as an American, the bully beater America has relinquished that job, has abandoned his duty. Yes, I I did believe America should be the world's policeman. And and, uh, nobody on the left does, and very few on the right do. And I admit I am an outlier. If God or or fate has made you the strongest nation on earth and despicable nations eat up little nations, the strongest nation on the earth has a moral obligation. Nobody talks about that. They talk about America's self-interest. That's true for the right wing and it's true for the left wing. Now, the left wing talks about any interference as being a manifestation of American imperialism. The right wing says that it's none of our business. But the right wing has always had, I thought, a moral component. And I said yesterday, and I said it at the church last night, that I feel like I am a bystander to the rape of a woman. I have the power to stop the rapist. But uh, I'm not. It makes you feel a little dirty. And that's how I feel. Again, I'm not calling for American intervention because the monster who invaded, and I I never thought he was a monster, I admit it, thought he was a bad dictator, which is bad enough. But a monster on this level? I don't think anybody did, actually. I don't remember massive predictions of an invasion of all of Ukraine. This monster has nuclear weapons. And for all I know, having put his forces on nuclear alert, it could all be a bluff that he wouldn't use nuclear weapons if America got involved. Except when you... You see, I didn't think Khrushchev was uh, was a monster. I thought he was very bad. He's a communist dictator. I thought that he would not threaten a nuclear war over Cuba. I was a child, and I thought this. And uh, I was not not at all scared. I I think it's overblown, or, or maybe I'm wrong. People get scared so easily. This is the first time in my life that I think a nuclear conflagration is possible. So I understand why America is not sending in troops. Having said that, I repeat, I'm watching the rapist do his job 
and doing nothing. I know economic sanctions on rapists work maybe over the long run, but countries are taken over in the short run. That's why I never bought the notion, well, you know, uh, everything works out for the good. What does that even mean? Or, or the line from Joe Biden's speech, which many people on the right believe too. Uh, in, in, you know, in the long run, or I don't think he used the term long run, a freedom overcomes tyranny, something to that effect. Yeah, but, but if that doesn't help the people during the period of tyranny, you know, in the, in the long run, Hitler was defeated. In the meantime, 50 million people died, 6 million Jews deliberately, including babies. So it's not exactly a powerful argument. Well, you know, freedom overcomes tyranny. Yeah, but tyranny overcomes freedom. They're both true. You could say equally both tyranny overcomes freedom. We're watching. That's the fact. We could stop it and we're watching, and I understand why we're not stopping it. One of my dearest friends in life, Rabbi Joseph Telushkin, called me before the show. He had an interesting idea. I said, can I give, can I give it in your name? Because I never like to take credit for an idea. If, if a, a group of European leaders flew into Kiev, it's not Kiev, by the way. I don't know why people say Kiev. Anyway, flew into Kiev, and surrounded Zelensky. You kill, you, you kill Zelensky, you kill the leaders of France, Germany, Belgium, Spain, whatever, as well. Interesting thought, isn't it? Utopian, but not, not, not completely undoable or irrational. People will need to do drastic things they stay for how long? A month? Two months? No, they stay. I don't know how long they stay. A week? I mean, so they... they right, yes. So let's say, let's say even, even a week. Let's say yes. Okay, a week and then after they leave. All right, I understand. There's weakness to the argument. We have to do something dramatic. Small investors shamed Wall Street by running the price of certain stocks up to the detriment of the big hedge funds. Social media and trading platforms then kept investors from buying that stock. A financial war and a fight for control is being waged against Americans. With all of this volatility, it's never been more important to protect your net worth and own precious metals as part of your portfolio. Nick Rovich, owner of Amfed Coin and Bullion, has always been fair and honest with my precious metals holdings. With over 40 years experience and tens of thousands of satisfied clients, Nick will help you make informed decisions. Now, more than ever, it's a good time to own tangible assets like gold, silver, and platinum. Amfed can show you smart choices which have been proven winners time and time again. Call Nick at 800-221-7694. 800-221-7694. That's 800-221-7694. All right. 
I'll resume in a moment. I mentioned last night to the 1,800 people that Pastor Jack Hibbs and I spoke to in this Ask a Jew, Ask a Gentile series, which is just, it's funny, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger, this, uh, this series. We should do it around the country. It's very, very helpful to people. Anyway, I mentioned how talk radio uh, is so important. I always do. We have talk radio. Conservatives in Canada, Australia, Germany, Britain, they don't have it. It's, it's the single biggest difference. There are many, many differences. And I'd say this only because whenever you hear a commercial, you think, all right, let, let's move on. And I, I totally get that. But if it weren't for these commercials, there would be no talk radio. So if you are interested in a product, get the one that we're advertising because it's, it's massive support for this incredibly important source of information that you don't get and opinion and, and values you don't get from the mainstream media. So this is what, uh, this is what troubles me now. A, I am. I'm actually... This is a, a unique time for me in, in watching this massive evil take place and nothing happening. It's a concern. It should be a concern for everybody. Okay. Well, I've got a full board here. A lot of people have a lot to say and a lot to ask, and I don't, uh, I don't blame you. You should have a lot to say and a lot to ask. It's a very bad time what is happening. It's reminiscent of Hitler. Just conquer a country because you can. That's it. The reports from Russia are that the oligarchs' own children are disgusted by the invasion. They actually name the names. This is not, it's in, daily, in the Daily Mail. It's not the, right? Just Daily Mail. Daily Mail has actual pictures and names of oligarchs' grown children, 19 to, let's say, 30, and how they they are opposed to this. You know, I follow uh, classical music because I also conduct part-time, very involved in classical music my whole life. One of the greatest conductors alive today is Sergei Gergiev. Conducts uh, the greatest orchestras in the world, in the West especially. And he's been a massive supporter of Putin uh, his whole career. And they, they've still hired him, and I understand that. But but now, if he can condemn this, it's an interesting question, because I'm so against cancel culture. Do you cancel Sergei Gergiev if you if you have a concert with him, with the New York Philharmonic or or Chicago Symphony? Do you? I mean, is there a level of support for evil that renders you unacceptable? 
the the danger of it is the slippery slope. Okay, so he didn't condemn this, but wait a minute. But what's his position on transgender? See, that's the problem. It, 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 there's no there's no end when you start. Maybe the best thing would be if uh, nobody wanted to play. <laughs> and nobody wanted to show up if he were the conductor. Let there be an empty hall. It's an astonishing thing when you think about it. A man who spends so much of his time in the free world is a supporter of a dictator. Well, look, I have a chapter in my in my commentary on the book of Exodus on false gods and the commandment not to have false gods, and I spoke about, and my whole life I've talked about art as a false god. Unfortunately, and it was very painful for me to realize this because of my love of music in particular, being a great artist doesn't make you a great man or a great woman. I do think that with with good people, great art is uplifting. But I'm not sure with bad people that great art is uplifting. I don't think it is. And he would be an example. This is about as, as clear an example of black and white, good and evil, as you can get. And that's why it's so painful to me that we're not doing anything, even though I know we can't do what we, what we could do. I'd like to know, though, why they don't have any more, or, they're not, or why they don't have thousands of javelins, of anti-tank weapons. Why don't they have that? The Biden White House has been telling us for weeks before the invasion they're going to invade. Well, if they're going to invade, why, why didn't we arm them? or at least arm them more. Maybe we did. Maybe I just don't know it. Why are they not being used if they have them? They, what I read was that they begged for Harpoon, the name of the anti-ship uh, missile, with the, with the amphibious invasion about to take place, the most important uh, port city of the country, Odessa, on the Black Sea. The whole thing is, is so is so sick. I believe the reports that the soldiers they drafted into this weren't told they're invading Ukraine. They were told they're doing a military exercise. And uh, pain of death, they can't, they can't leave. Most of those captured have Asian names. They're not Russian. They're not ethnic Russians. They're... Uh, fodder for Putin. one Prager 776. We continue. The Dennis Prager Show. Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their life. He created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for you. 
Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 60% off the Giza Dream Sheets that comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. You'll receive a set for as low as $39.99. For a limited time, with any purchase, you'll receive Mike's soft cover book free when you use promo code Prager. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code Prager. Along with this offer, you'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and more. Call 800-761-6302, use the promo code Prager or MyPillow.com, promo code Prager. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. By the way, I want, I'd like to remind you, March is, and August are fundraising months for PragerU. Everything we do is free because people contribute. It was my listeners who made PragerU possible. It touches me to, uh, to the depths of my heart. You, you started the fund, the funding of PragerU. In a in a, you know among large number of people, this was the this was the group. Started watching it. Now we have a billion views a year. Sixty five percent are under thirty five years of age. The largest conservative video site on earth. And uh, we want to touch more and more people. Because we might lose America. So please contribute. PragerU.com, 833-PRAGERU. Thank you. I'd like you to hear a clip from Australia. As COVID cases increase, so do restrictions. WA's public hospitals now have strict new rules. One mother of five with a terminal illness told her children can't visit her in her final days. Terminally ill mother of five, Jo Gittos, is currently lying in a hospital bed with her family not allowed to visit. Told a month ago that three months was optimistic. That was a month ago, so the conditions deteriorated since then. Um, and fairly quickly, unfortunately. The 47-year-old was admitted into Bunbury Regional Hospital overnight as a new red alert phase came into effect at all public hospitals across the state. Under the changes, visitation is restricted to approved essential visitors or those with exemptions. Apparently they're going to arrange an exemption for me so that I can visit, but they won't allow the kids to see their mum and I won't allow my wife's mum to see her either. Darren says his family has done the right thing. They're all vaccinated, now left confused, frustrated and angry. Hopefully this is only for a month. It's designed to protect patients in hospital who are very, very vulnerable. That's what it's about. We may only have a month. We don't know. And we're not going to be the only people, as I said, in this situation. So I think it's, I think it's a little bit callous. Um, it, it was thought out. Under the current arrangements, a grandmother of 80 years of age cannot visit her husband who's having a heart attack, but she can go to a nightclub on the way home. <laughs> this is bordering on bureaucratic absurdity. Calls now for greater compassion within our own border. For us, every minute, every hour, every day is, is precious. Cindy Lavrenchik for 10 News First. 
The medical profession has so disgraced itself in the last two years in the Western world that uh, I only play this to confirm my suspicion. Just as art doesn't make you a better human being, neither does medicine. If you're an a-hole and you get your MD, you're an a-hole after your MD. And that's the way it works. These people are sick. Sick. It's it, This is... I, I use the word sparingly. It's evil. You have to die alone because, uh, you know, we got to protect people. The medical profession has disgraced itself. It's killed hundreds of thousands in the view of Harvey Risch, the epidemiologist at Yale, who said this on this program a year ago and wrote it in the Wall Street Journal because they wouldn't allow doctors for the first time. A doctor cannot prescribe a drug he thinks will help his patient. If it's ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, can't prescribe it. One of the safest drugs ever made, both on the list of the 100 most essential drugs of of the World Health Organization. In Canada, remember I talked about in Canada, you had to. You sat. You couldn't visit your dying relative. They couldn't visit your dying relative in America. I'd have busted the door down. It's a good thing none of my relatives or closest friends were, were not dying. I would have busted the door down and been arrested. That's what they all should have done. That's my mother. I'm going to visit her. You scum. You medical scum. Got to be angry at these people, folks. The son says it's callous. Callous? It's evil. They're disgusting fools. Okay? Is that clear? Die alone, baby. Die alone, lady. Got to protect patients, lady. Drop dead. Okay? Was I clear on my uh, sentiments on that one? Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. The book came out this week. Let me read to you just an excerpt from a review on Amazon. Of course, I, I don't know. I don't know any of these reviewers. So, as an older person, sixty years ago, I coined the line: "I don't believe in any god any human tells me about." And he uh, he then, but he ordered this book. I guess out of out of respect for me. And he writes, it is the discussions and essays that got me. 
During the second reading, I experienced the bittersweet feeling that I had missed dot 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 everything. But all is not lost. I now have the quest of getting the book to every 24-year-old I know. Yes, that's about the age of last chance. You've got to read it to believe it. It's powerful. The rational Passover Haggadah is the, is the service of the oldest holiday in the world. I'm told a lot by older folks, why didn't I read this or hear this earlier in my life? That's true. I wish you had. You should get this book into every 24-year-old's hands. It's not long. It's clear. And it's uh, beautifully printed. The Rational Passover. I got a part of my series of the Rational Bible, but this is not biblical. Okay, let's see here. <clears throat> there was uh, where was the North Korea challenge? Here we go, David in Los Angeles. Hello. Yeah, hi Dennis. So, how how would you explain, or just for clarity's sake, how would you explain uh, us standing by and watching, you know, as you said, evil, you know, to the citizens of North Korea? It's painful. But it's it's not the same as an invasion of another country. Now you say, what's the difference? Still, it's people suffering. Look, I, I, I'm not an absolutist in this regard. We can't stop all evil in the world. We would invade Syria. We would invade Zimbabwe. You know how many countries we would invade if because of the horrible treatment of its own citizens? But uh, Yeah, that's why, that's, why, that's why I'm wondering if it's, if it's due to your education and really, really being, you know, involved in, you know, that part of the world, that perhaps you're a bit more... No, on the contrary. No, no, not at all. I I use the Korean War as the prime example of American goodness. And that's that's all Asian, has nothing to do with Europeans. Our, Our protecting at least half the peninsula from communism is one of the most noble things ever done in human history. What if there was a world power that was witnessing what is now the U.S., you know, occupy lands that, you know, had Native Americans on it? I mean, haven't, haven't disputes over land, you know, this, don't these things go back to, you know, biblical times? I mean, isn't it like right. a, and, and, and that millennia? Most wars have been over land. But we now have an established state system, people recognize countries that do exist and the attempt to take over another country like this other than Iraq in Kuwait which we did intervene with no Europeans involved everybody supported George Bush the elder going into into Kuwait so this notion that uh, there's a racist element which of course the left will, will always do oh people care about Ukrainians because they're white did we care about Kuwaitis because they're white? Did we care about Koreans because they're white? Did we care about Vietnamese because they're white? It is the gigantic lie of the left because nothing America could do could be perceived as good. The left hates this country. The European left hates it, the Asian left hates it, and the American left hates it. 
Liberals don't hate it. They just vote for leftists who do hate it. Because weakness is at the core of liberal, of liberal life. But they don't hate America. The left does. The reason that we could, uh, we could uh, fight in, in Kuwait and people supported it was there was no threat of a nuclear war. If Russia did not have nuclear weapons, I presume we would, in fact, help the Ukrainians. I'm glad you called, because the issue is, uh, is an important one. Uh, let's see here. Another person who doesn't agree, so they get on first. Is that Al Alpharetta? Al- you can see this is a problem. With the current, uh, let's see, Alpharetta, Georgia. Leo, hello. Hi, Dennis. I love your show. I love your books, and I'm big fan of yours. And but I disagree uh, with the American uh, approach to conflict in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Where are you from originally? From former Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. Which part? And I. In uh, it's Uzbekistan. Oh, in, Uzbekistan. okay, very good. So Asian USSR, good. Okay. Yes. Yes. Go ahead. And uh, in army, I was in Ukraine, and uh, it was many years ago uh, during Soviet Union. And I can tell that I'm against the war. I'm not fan of the Putin. And first day I was in army, I understood that this is the most horrible thing what we can do to go to war. But what happening in Ukraine, it was boiling last 30 years. But if you go to the history, there has never been country as Ukraine, like Kazakhstan or Uzbekistan, whatever. It was created by Lenin and Bolsheviks. That what was <clears throat> Putin was telling when he started. The right. I, I, listen, this is a really important call. I have to take a break. Very few nations have always been nations. We'll be back in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. Hello, my friends. Leo in Georgia, who's from the Soviet Union, former Soviet Union, if you will, FSU. The whole point of, well, who was Ukraine an independent state? Uh, it was who, who manufactured it? That question is is an important question, but not decisive, in my opinion. It has been a state now for almost 100 years. Most places, there was no Syria, there was no Iraq, there was no Jordan. These are all created states after World War I. So if they're invaded by Turkey, which had the area, oh, which, by the way, I think Erdogan would probably like to do. Oh, well, look, they didn't exist. They were created by the, uh, by the Western powers after World War I. Uh, it, 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 no, nobody would really today accept that argument. Sure, you, of course you could invade. It's a made-up state. What state is not a made-up state? Who, who existed forever? Who hasn't taken over territory that somebody else lived in? 
But we now have established states, and you leave them alone. That's, that's how it works. Ukrainians have a completely national identity unless they are Russians who, who live there. But, but the non-Russians who live in Ukraine are Ukrainian. Their own language, their own culture, it's similar to Russian culture. So the United States is similar to Canadian culture in some ways. If we take over Canada, that's a made-up state. Okay, I hope that uh, responds. Let me summarize some of the stuff here. Uh, well, let's see. What the, how much time do we have, Sean? I wonder if I could take a call. Yeah, well, uh, let me see. David in California, if you could be very quick, go ahead. Uh, Dennis, it's such a blessing to, to finally uh, reach you. I, I've listened to you since I was uh, in my 20s, I believe, and... Uh, I agree with you more than I agree with myself. Um, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> we should keep that. Let's keep that, Sean. That that's a Hall of Famer. Go ahead. Yeah, I already got 30 you know, seconds. Uh, um, you know, I couldn't, be, I couldn't agree with you more on, on, on what you said about just being able, standing by and, and, and watching someone. You know, it's, it's like seeing your, your neighbor get robbed or seeing someone get hit, and, and you do nothing to That's right. Them. Okay, i got to leave you with that I don't think I'm alone in feeling that way. We have the happiness hour. Please contribute to PragerU during the break. We're fighting the good fight. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor pain-free studio. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 